What is up, everybody, and welcome to Six Pack with Jack. I'm Jack Norberg, joined by the wonderful Diego Cordero. How the hell are we, Diego? Huh? How the hell are we? How you been, brother? It's been a grip. It's It's been a minute now. It's been a hot minute now. Um, I'm all right, man. Oh, oh, please, yeah. You got to keep me on pace. I got you. I got you. We're wasting no time. Right. What are we drink? What are you drinking there, Diego? The the ever delicious Miller Light. I was planning a Lone Star thing. You asked for something Texas. I uh, hit it. That's all I got. Oh, you know what? That's fine. Miller Lights, bro. They're ninety six calories. So for one extra calorie, <laughs> you don't feel like a massive pussy for drinking that instead of Michelob Ultras. <laughs> I'll give you that. Uh, the calories are kind of. I'm not going to say they're important. <laughs> I know you're just shredded, dude. So what have you been up to? And you're first year. What? What have you been up to dog? First year you're at Texas A&M. How's that been? That this is now going into the sophomore year. The first year was crazy. It was, um, it was crazy in that it was just really unprecedented. Like really? I've never like, coming from Massachusetts, coming from Arkansas before that, it was just like, dude, I've never been in a place that's this Southern, really, mm. that I'm really seeing. And I'm not even that far, like, South. I'm just seeing the states. It's a state school. It's basically all Texans. It's it's the big three, Houston, Austin, Dallas. I'm wow. hailing from Dallas. So mm. I'm seeing a lot of uh, – things that I've just never seen a lot of behavior I've never really witnessed <laughs> um, uh what uh what do you want to get into with that any uh are you in a fraternity I am yeah 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 KA down here so, uh, right, you that's know, beautiful oh Sawyer's so, <laughs> a KA too <laughs> oh yeah dude Sawyer was getting in uh with the Elon stories just telling me some nonsense dude, what do you uh bullshit. yeah how was uh how was your pledge experience my guy very simple very just uh, just through, you know just, i know a little bit of time and then and then i was through well let me ask you what was the uh i know that's supposed to be such a huge culture shock coming from like buttoned up massachusetts into and like most of the kids that go to kp go to umass or bridgewater versus going to like a very traditional like southern school what was the biggest culture shock you think uh, I like that comparison, by the way. It's interesting seeing mm. people that we know come down to like Alabama or like you, Tampa. That's, that's big for you. I bet, I bet that's real big. Um, for me, I guess I'm a little bit more accustomed to it given like what I'm on my fifth year now in Dallas, five years. Um, so I guess South isn't really too much, but even coming down here, I mean, there's just certain aspects, features, um, like the general culture, like the, the, the vibe at least at College Station is, I mean, yeah, there's people that like music that we like, hip hop, R&B, all this. Um, I've never been a big country guy. Country, I've always just been. <laughs> country here is like, the vibe is guys and girls alike, drunk in a crowd, 
listening to somebody like slowly strumming the guitar. That's the sort of vibe that I'm not really, that's a culture shock for me. That must be a culture shock. I, uh, my boy put me onto a uh, Wheeler Walker Jr. So I'll be like, <laughs> I'll be like, that's I'll be funny. like, I'll be like, or no, Mikey Colgan. It was like January. We're ball. We're about. I'm about to leave for, you know, going back for the second semester. And he's like, dude, like you just got to put this on. We're all hammered as shit watching the wild card, and it's like talking about kicking put, kicking ass, and eating pussy. It was like the craziest music I've ever heard. I love Wheeler Walker. People turn up. At first of all, Wheeler Walker is actually fun. People turn up to a Mm. lot of like. They take it a little like they take it a little serious. I don't. Really? I don't voice my head. I don't voice my head that I'm like, yo, I'm not that country. Like, people don't want to hear that. People see me as like, <laughs> people see me as a very liberal person down here, and I'm like, yo, really? Like, yeah. You, yo. I mean, no, like <laughs> politics aside, I don't personally care for either side. I'm probably nah. more conservative leaning if I have any ideals, but but if you're not. Really? then you're somewhere else if that makes any sense that's fascinating um what was i gonna say was it like are they like yankee haters up there do they hate northerners is there any of that my dad was like saying that about some schools that i was like you must be full of shit they don't they don't have much idea i'm not gonna lie to you i realize i dropped massachusetts and maybe I've met actually one or two people that are from there one of my one of my best friends down here he's dating some girl from sandwich or East Sandwich, which is wild. <laughs> wow, like, that is bananas. That's crazy. That's crazy. Um, it, I don't know. I say I say Massachusetts, and people don't really have much of a clue to them. It's just a, a far away, smaller place. Um, not that it's a closed mindedness. I mm. try to think. Eh, Massachusetts has its rep, though. People will be like, "Oh, terrible rep, terrible rep." It's atrocious. Massholes is used around here. <laughs> masshole is a a masshole is a thing. Like I'm, all, a lot of my fraternity brothers are uh, like from you know South Jersey and Long Island, and they're like, "Dude, you're a total masshole." But I wanted to get into what you said earlier. You'd be surprised when we were talking about pledging in U Tampa. So U Tampa, like there, it's almost like you'd think it's the Tampa's not the South Tampa. It's got none of that. It's like really cool. It's a cool it's city. Florida, it's Florida. It's, it's Florida. But dude, you'd be shocked. It's not like it's got none of the big Southern. It's more of like, it's kind of like you couldn't say Miami's the South, even though it is. And like Miami's its own like little microcosm, but Tampa's yeah. like the same way. It's just like a city. If versus if you went to uh like Jacksonville, maybe or Gainesville or Tallahassee, that's Gainesville like South. Small. That, that that's is, the yeah, south yeah, yeah. so is there a big that's distinction um of like southerners versus northerners I'm saying when you're they, at school you know people that are from more southern florida to more no northern dude no i know most people that are from like you know new york um new jersey philly like all and you know a couple massholes it's crazy but the i'd say it's like 50 percent of the it's the kids that don't want to give up the beaches all the uh like kids like from massachusetts they're all north and south shore that's so interesting so the east coast really just migrates down there oh yeah they're kids i like to put it this way like there are kids that didn't have the grades to get into florida or florida state or university of miami but they had the money 
And so they go to University of Tampa. It's like the perfect because it's a private school. It's only 10,000 kids about now. And uh, it's just like a chill vibe. And it's it's like a, it's a cool campus if you've ever seen it. But I won't start dick riding. But the point being that it's not like crazy, like expensive or, you know, you're it's good vibes for what you're paying for, basically. That's I mean, I know it's weird, right? You wouldn't think that, but it, it's just what it is. But it's a lot of like, there's a lot of, a lot of money, like a lot of that, you know, my it, kids I mean, like not to get into like detail. Is that an expensive school? I, I know. No, dude, you know, what's crazy. I, like, I won't even like, um, you know, I'm not name dropping or whatever, but my dad told me that my Michael and I twin brother, Michael, who went to UMass Amherst running cross country there, we paid about the same amount for school year one. Damn. Okay. I know. Okay, and that's, that's a fair frame. Yeah. So pretty fair. Like I got some merit scholarships or whatever, and I'm a legacy. So, you know, like that's Your pretty legacy. cool. <laughs> I know. That's Yo, sick. But we were talking about Gainesville area. How stoked are you for SEC football? That's the one thing that sucks about <laughs> Tampa. We don't have a football team. And I'm like, you know, Gainesville's two hours away and I want to root for the Gators, but like, and then, USF's right there. Fuck yeah. I mean, seriously, chalk, chalk. <laughs> MJ, yeah, MJ went to UF and she brings that like energy around. Oh really. shit, really? Oh, so you, is there beef when uh, Texas oh, A&M? That's actually a really cool dynamic. It's a really cool dynamic with, uh, I think we play Florida about every year, given the SEC. You, like, you got to, yeah, you, just about. I think, I don't know if it's SEC East or West, but uh, I don't know. Um, I think we're I, uh, I, I would think so, yeah, but uh university of south florida plays like temple and shit and that's in university of south florida is like north tampa so we don't and they but they play like at where the bucks play but still like that doesn't count so friendliness there yeah i mean i i would say so like it's uh usf's a lot it's a public school and it's like good the one the only bad vibes i've ever gotten was that like my first like three weeks of school we were walking and trying to buy some sneaky uh, beverages and these one we were walking out of the university of tampa campus and it's right before downtown and a car whips by and it's they get like they go like fuck fuck you t go bowls and it's the usf bowls that's the only bad vibes i've ever gotten so <laughs> i know it <laughs> i know right they hate us because they ain't us right they hate us because they ain't us. i think so i think no i mean that's just <laughs> That's just uh, shy of high school stuff, man. Yeah, bro. It really is. We miss you. We missed you at high school, bro. We missed the dynamic. We miss. I tell it. you, I it would have been interesting to see how I would have ended up in Kingsville. It would have been like I think I would be, dude. I think I'd be a complete dead, <laughs> dead, dead, and I, on Xanax. That's awful. That's dude. You know? Wait, hold up, hold up. I get like. I don't get your jokes about that, dude, because from here, like in Dallas, like around the private school era, like area, I'm in a public school, but just you go a little north, there's like these Dallas Jesuit and uh, ESD and all these private schools. And these kids are, I was, I was blessed. My dad moved us to a very like affluent area of Dallas. Yeah, of course. Highland Park, this little bubble in the middle of the city that is Dallas. Um, But you go a little north and these people, they got they got equally amount as money. They just got a different environment and surrounding. And dude, you see, I mean, I, some of my best friends, they tell me stories like 
these kids would just go out to go to school every day, just barred out, just really. Dude, just I, like, well, that's that's where the the joke. Okay, the jokes I mean, it's are rigid. Like it's a it's an awful thing to witness. I've seen. Oh, people terrible, like, terrible! You're literally uh, you're uh, like a zombie. It's awful. And the jokes came from when Emmett would tweet about it, and we just thought it was like or Supreme Patty maybe said this is like junior year of high school. It was just some nonsense. And then it, it just escalated from there. We were never like, but we, we like tweet about it ironically. Like when I was saying, like when my mom was talking about like, oh, you should buy, you know, your date champagne and play Frank Sinatra when you pick her I up. Saw, and yeah, I, was, I was like, mom, like I'm playing unreleased juice world and we're taking Xanax. I just thought that was such a funny juxtaposition. And that it was like, a, that one was actually that <laughs> like, that's, that's just what I think is like the opposite of that. So I thought it was funny and, uh, but it's not like something that I indulge in. I actually think if you, there's just, when you take two central nervous system depressants, if you drink and then you take like a drug like that, like it, you just, your heart rate slows down. And like, yeah. I've seen it, like people have had to go to the hospital, like a, who shall remain nameless uh, was like telling the, <laughs> I can Google yeah. right now. <laughs> I don't think so. Uh, maybe. I don't know. Besides the point. Besides the point. Also, mm. definitely, Nationals has a list. Nationals definitely has a list. For y'all's, for y'all's chapter, you're fucked. But no, we're so I'm Sorry, I apologize. But, I apologize. Um, I'm bleeping out his position. I'm bleeping. I'm, I'm, I'm bleeping it out. But, um. Um, but just whoever, like the, a brother who shall remain nameless was like, and yes. in, in the hospital telling the doctor, like my bad, like I went too hard and his heart rate was like exponentially like slower. And it was like, uh, just such a, and he had I mean, his chin. Uh, it's, uh, man. That's the thing. What is it? I mean, I mean, they give these kids in these private schools, awful names. I knew a, a great friend of mine, very close friend of mine. <sighs> Zan P because his name was JP Zaniel because his name was <laughs> John. They called this guy John X, and his his name was just his last name was like Xavier or whatever. It was John X. What's the X stand for? Zan. And it's just it was so from from my perspective, it is it was a funny tweet. All that from my perspective, I was like, I saw this. These kids were just. Oh yeah, we're just dick no dick fox. We, like we're just we crazy. I know. Yeah, but um. I got no, uh, we miss you at KP was the big thing. Like, um, but I did miss, I didn't get the invite to the going away party sophomore year. And I was kind of bummed out about that. I saw Joe Collins pulling Kylie Sullivan in the UCLA jersey. And I just, I was like, damn, bro. Like that should, it wasn't me, bro. Like crazy. <laughs> when I tell you, you missed not a thing, Jack. When I tell you. Dude, that was the first time any of us got drunk and got together, man. That was oh, most- awful, awful. It's bro, I cringed looking at like my when I would drink like I don't know junior senior yeah. year of uh, high school. Uh, our good friend Jack Dugan, name dropping him entirely. Jack Dugan, never drank before in my life. Maybe a sipper here. <laughs> he goes, my brother got you a gift. Fucking thirty-two ounce four loco, sick for my first time drinking. People were, no, no. People were puking. It was disgusting. Oh, it's, it's, I, oh my God. I, 
There's there's some videos of me floating around there that I would argue are worse than like pledging videos because at least pledging videos like you were like it's like kind of funny but like me just being like a menace to society yeah. like you know like just so just drunk and just being a complete liability to these poor people's parents it's just awful like <laughs> but yo I'm what is that proud. tradition oh please continue I'm sorry. No, 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 no. Good. That tradition at AM I saw on Twitter, I think, and you drink the beer. I mean, like, it was a thing, but that's not a thing. Nobody talks oh. about that. What are some things that, what are the best parts about going to AM, bro? Um, best parts about going to AM. Uh, weird, but I think the, rel- yeah, honestly, we should be well past our first one. Um, <laughs> I'm on my second, bro. What are you doing? I apologize. My bad, dude. Oh. Hell. <laughs> um, what I what I use it as is uh, I use the colleges my friends go to as a framework of reference. That's like how, yeah, yeah. That's how I'm grateful for what college I go to. Of course. Yeah, me too. I, mean, I guess it's kind of – I guess it's egoy. It definitely is, but I go no, like – it definitely is. Like I would I be go, like – where am I and where yeah. – I, I'd be like, oh, you have to wear a mask at UMass, you clown. You have to wear a mask everywhere. Ron DeSantis has got my back in oh, Florida. It's beautiful. College Station is great. <laughs> Bro, what are the tailgates like? Because I, I know they weren't – the stadiums were full. I imagine uh, Kyle Field, I believe it's called, is going to be packed this year. So uh, what are you feeling Kyle for tailgates? Field back to 100,000 people, man. We were at Holy shit. Holy I tell you, shit. Though, those, games, those games with the 40,000, that was my first year. Those games with the 40,000, I was like, holy shit, it's, it's loud in here. It's very loud because if you're a student, there's certain rules. You're not sitting. You literally cannot sit the whole game unless it's between quarters or a timeout. You cannot sit. Everybody has a towel, a whoop towel, whatever. And you are, you are chanting no matter what at every snap. And with 40,000, 39,000 other whatevers, it was like – the sound was crazy. I was like, wow, this is really packed. I have no scale for what 100K people is going to be like. Holy I know shit, there. bro. Holy I know I'm going to dressed out, but like, wow, I don't know what to expect. Um, uh, other than Kyle, the sports, other than the sports aspect of AM, the culture. I really do fuck with the culture, like not not the like the the drinking uh, country stuff just before. That is part of it. Mm. But like I said, for frame of reference, like I have some friends that went to Bama. I have some friends that are up at SMU. SMU is a very not that talked about college. If you're not out of it's out of Texas, you're it's well, a known name. You know SMU, right? Yeah, no, I know SMU. You know what happened to SMU though, right? Their yeah, football SMU. team. I think their football team, I'm pretty sure I might be just talking out of my ass, but their football team in the seventies was very good. And then the NCAA gave them the death penalty and then they weren't allowed to recruit for X number of years. And then they just completely like, they couldn't recover. They just basically the NCAA screwed them. I think I was aware of that in the sense that everybody at SMU is talking about, we're coming back, we're coming back, we're coming back. (laughs) So I tell you, uh, yeah, right. I mean, they are they're going to be strong this year, but I'm not here to talk football. I don't care. You got to love an optimistic fan base, really. Dude, I tell you, I I grew up in 
when I said Highland Park, Dallas, that's yeah. I think it's a new campus is in the middle of our little town. Wow. So yeah, yeah, yeah. So all of SMU is like within where I grew up, and it's kind of weird seeing the kids that like because SMU is kind of like a nationally recognized school. It's a very expensive, prestigious school. It really is. Um, seeing like shit, I don't know, like kids from my high school, kids that I grew up with, not not grew up with, four or five years spent with. Um, and they end up at SMU and it just felt, it felt like inertia, man. It felt like they were just staying where they were. It felt like they didn't really, it, I, damn, I really went off track with the SMU stuff, but. No, S- please continue going off track. We love that. I want to, <laughs> I like that. The SMU thing that I'm referring we're, to, we're, these, these kids that come from my high school go to SMU and the culture is just, it's, I'm not going to say it's brutal, but I like, I'm not saying I disapprove of it because it's to each person their own. Of course. Holy shit, if I've ever, if I've ever met, like, uh, if I've ever experienced or witnessed a, a culture that represents everything that people think college is like, seriously, it's, it's, it's sex, drugs, money clubs. Like it doesn't, I mean, that's a cool headline, but really SMU's a bunch of people, like you said, UTampa, UTampa has a lot of wealth or affluence around it. Right. Pretty, I'd say so. SMU has SMU has Cali kids coming in, the people in Texas who have the money because it's tuition uh, is not cheap. SMU, if you go there, you're gonna be blowing money because the only way to go out is bars, because there's no house parties, it's in the city. It's gonna be bars, clubs, maybe a fraternal uh, fraternity house or some sort of venue. House like a like a little crack house they uh they rent out. But funny enough, those crack houses with the people's money that they have with the parents' money. They dumb have. what? Dumb what? It's crazy. And I, and I tell you, dude, when I go as a visitor, because I have a lot of friends that go there, when I go as a visitor, it's really cool to be visiting. It is but cool. Culture is one of the worst. It, it, it's it is go out, get drunk culture. Mm. It not and not <sighs> that's not that's every college. Go out, get drunk. Hook up with somebody of status. It's so status oriented. It's awful. Gotcha. It's, it's what when here Greek life matters a little bit less because of the seventy thousand dollar seventy thousand undergrad population. Mm. It's around sixty some population. So I think under seven or eight thousand people are even in our Greek life. That's a fucking a sixth, a fifth. That's a not like nothing. Yeah, nothing. For SMU, the percentage is way higher. Da, 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 da. If you aren't in a fraternity or a sorority in their heads and their culture you're nothing and if you're not in a top oh. fraternity you're not a fraternity, these girls aren't going to talk to you and i tell you point a smu has beautiful girls holy shit beautiful girls beautiful <laughs> well so girls. does a&m are you kidding me and uh, all those a&m broads but i want to ask you so you're saying all that about smu and i'm not i'm not disagreeing with you i think a lot of that stuff is like toxic and not great but how does that you know, that's all the bad, but so where is A&M on that? You know, A&M's all this, is it more like homely? Is it more, you know, just like good old Texas boys? Is that what you're getting at? That's a great, that's a great question. Uh, it's definitely more like you the perfect word homely. It's definitely more, this is your place. This is your home. This is where you're with. And it is a lot of, it's basically the country boys. Just like, let's go out, get drunk, have some beers. Da, 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 da. First of all, love it down here. You'd love it down here, bird. Um, <laughs> it sounds like it's so, I honestly I feel like you could put me pretty much anywhere uh you know and obviously grass is always greener on the other side but yeah, like yeah. I 
I'll tell you what I visited uh my you know E up at Emmett up at UNH and uh, that school is so fun and even yeah. though that kid is a liability 98 percent <laughs> of the time just like in the best way possible like that school is fun and it's so cool but let me with SMU does it is the city like part of the campus or is the city kind of like is it like a little bubble there and then the campus is inside it's 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 like a bubble it's SMU to go to really Dallas clubs bars city or whatever downtown Dallas da, da, da. you have to leave SMU to go to that yeah SMU that's is, what that's what UT is that's what University of Tampa is same way S- SMU when you say UT all I think of is Texas that's all <laughs> yeah my, my, my. All yo the real is, the real UT dog the real UT just like the real clean UT, it up. I'm with that I'm with that. Horns down, bird. Uh, horns down. Wow. Yeah, bro. asked me the other day what horns down was, and I just had to like. Oh, my God, bro. What does horns down mean to you? It. I mean, it could mean more to me. I'm not like, I'm not one of those hardest super into it, but uh, for for the University of Oklahoma, which a lot of my friends go to, horns down is a, is a real thing for us, too. For us, too, it's like we are now that UT's in the SEC, da-da-da-da-da. Oh, did, is it official? Is it official now? Did they close that deal? Officially, Texas and Oklahoma are going to be. Holy in. shit, bro. That's horns. Because I was going to say it was like an out of conference. It was like back in the day to make a little sports comparison. It was like how the Pats were in the AFC East, but the uh, the Colts were in the AFC North. And it was like a once a year kind of thing. But it was still hated. Now, it was still hated. Still, oh, we still hated the fucking Colts that I still yeah. I don't really care anymore but now it's like oh my god they're in the SEC those are the two best teams of the Big 12 and being in the SEC is only going to give them the way better recruits the recruiting's a thing right but dude if if Texas A&M which is it is it's a big prediction but if Texas A&M makes it to the playoffs this year which they are projected to do so they have one of the best defenses in the SEC oh have- so you, are you optimistic for this year absolutely one thousand percent, Jack. You're gonna you're gonna see Texas A&M in the top ten teams every single ranking season, every single week in the rankings. You're gonna see them because now now the college football board is just now their now their eyes are open. Now they can't they can't jip us like they did uh, last season. Last season we should have been in the playoffs. Were you you were uh, fifth right? Last fifth. oh bullshit. Right out of fourth. Hey, but you did cover – you covered the spread in the last – the game against North Carolina, and that made me very happy that you covered the me spread. Me too. That's awful. <laughs> Gambling is an awful vice. I don't oh, recommend. awful, awful. Just – oh, man. My, dude, he's like a competitive guy, like – and he like we uh, bring like we go to the casino on like a random ass night. I, I had never been, and Mike's showing everybody around. And then Mike loses like a hundred dollars off rip on roulette. Like literally every statistically picking everyone right like five or six in a row is equally as unlikely as picking everyone wrong or vice versa. Yeah, like yeah. it's just as hard. And Mike picked like at least six in a row wrong. It was the craziest thing I've ever seen, like six or seven in a row, like $15 buy-in table. And he goes like, yo, give me, I, and I get paid in cash at my job. So he's like, Berg, like Jack, please spot me. Give me 40 bucks, dude. Like I'll Venmo you ASAP or we can split the winnings. <laughs> he loses it next two pulls. It was the fun. Like, how do you even do that? 
Latinos are a different thing, though. They're mm. kind of disgusting. They're kind of burned. Oh, the, gross. The gross. Of a casino are kind of like, like, oh, God. Like, these Bro. are people that come with their wages, <laughs> their weekly wages to throw them away. <laughs> With their baby at the blackjack table, it's just not. <laughs> Bro, the casinos are like the greasiest freshman dorm on your campus. That's old as shit. Like, fits has like three heads in a room. Like, that is what a casino. The inside of a casino is. I haven't seen desperation and like the ugh, desperation and cigarette smoke. That's what I'll call it. <laughs> that is a great point. How are we? Are we off cigarettes? Are you? Are you on them? Uh, dude, I mean, I try so hard not to do like nicotine when I'm drunk because like I just don't. I I feel like when I if I I can have like you know a bunch of beers and then not do nicotine and not be hungover, but if I like that one pull of someone's uh you know banana ice puff bar like yeah, whatever, yeah. and I'm hung the next day, I feel like a piece of shit about myself. I'm like you know you gotta look in the mirror and look at yourself yeah 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 we're the anti-nicotine train i know you're oh that's huge diego oh i mean you bro i'm not that's not a high horse at all it's not (laughs) it's it's literally not it doesn't matter but like like peyote (laughs) real talk uh have you tripped before bird Mm mm-hmm Bro, I like hearing, I like hearing less voices in my head, not more. That's why I like like. Hey, it's ba- not voices; it's your own. It's your own. Oh, I couldn't fucking. I I'd go in with bad vibes. That's the thing. Like, and I have a lot of you know friends and shit that are telling me like we've done it once and you know it was cool. Like, and you know I've listened to this guy. He used to be the host of Fear Factor, like Joe Rogan. He talks about that a lot. <laughs> he talks. <laughs> Yeah, like former host of Fear Factor, Joe Rogan, he talks about that a lot. And like, I, but I just know, I know myself well enough to be like, and I've always been like an introspective person. So as much as I like, think it would be interesting to see how it would react, I know that I would go in with bad vibes and just like, not like I like just that's why I like alcohol. I like just like knowing where everything is, but I like just knowing it like a little slower. Right. I, I, I still have yet, I've yet to do hallucinogenics, hallucinogenics. Um, I've been surrounded by a lot of people that acid shrooms, da, 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 da. My pfft, Molly has been around oh. me for some reason. First of all, I feel like it would be fun. Like, as it, like would be, it would be, yo, that would be so fun. But I just, they're, pictures like of someone was like spamming pictures in our frat group me of this one brother and his eyeballs like literally looked like black like saucers his pupils were so dilated yeah and it was just like i like i'm just not a hard drug guy like not this i feel like it would just be like i might have an addictive personality but like i just feel like i uh it would just be bad vibes all around if i was doing that stuff it, even if it was like fantastic vibes end of the day bad vibes that is hey that is a great that's a great uh what is it <laughs> observation because dude like literally no matter what with like molly with ecstasy which is i mean you, you're gonna jeez christ i'm getting my bad um with molly you're chilling, dog. 
you're not gonna get like I mean you might you might really like the feeling and do it again but dude after a two or three day molly whatever mm. like a, a just rolling for that amount that amount of time you're gonna have a period after when it wears off of just pure depression pure lack of serotonin and you're like in your bed for two or three days because you just can't like your brain isn't sending that happy feeling to your head no more like that that was all used up in the previous experiences and and those experiences are heightened to an to a fucking to a crazy level you know but i completely agree with you with like at the end of it it's all bad vibes i just i've seen my i've seen people close to me just like really lack of it something to be fun no exactly um and like people think like it's kind of like a weird i wouldn't call it like a quirk but like drugs interest me and i read this book my senior year of high school it was about like a someone who was like completely like doped out on like meth and shit and it just talked about how drugs in our culture and then drugs how you see them in movies and tv and then drugs like in reality it's like a super cool book i definitely recommend but uh like the way like that's why i don't like i don't really do i don't i don't think i've i can't remember a time like i don't do blow like they're like cocaine is like so bad like just because of the way it though your brain works is like you'll be such a high spike in the dopamine but then that crash and like i as a person i know myself like you know i'm an emotional guy so like when I even when I'm like sick, like with the flu or something, or when I had mono, like my mom was like, like, you know, like, I was like depressed, like actually like upset and like, not happy with my life. And I know, mono you know, was a, mono was tough. What mono sucked ass. Mono was one of the worst things I've ever had in my life of any bro. Place. Mono was worse for me than Corona. Oh, <laughs> easily bro. It could last for months. I had it for what three, four weeks or something before freshman year started. Holy shit! Oh my, bro! I had first of all humble brag. You're kissing in eighth grade. Second of all, no, no <laughs> caveat. Didn't get my first kiss yet. My cousin came to visit our house. Wait, yo, yo, sus, sus, bro. Wait, 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 wait. My my cousin came over. <laughs> I got mono the following week. I talked to the doctor. He said, maybe your cousin had it, coughed on something, touched a doorknob. I gotcha. All right. Yeah. So I, I know. And I, 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 I didn't. Yeah. <laughs> no, but like mono was so fucking awful. Um, just, I, I was, maybe the most miserable I've ever been when I was just getting over mono after like a week off six days off school. And then, you know, a week of another week of doing half days. And then my parents were like, all right, it's now time to get your wisdom teeth out. And I had all four of them out. And it was that, that month, the month of February, 2019 was maybe the biggest struggle I've ever faced in my entire life. Cause I was so fucking miserable. I couldn't eat. I lost 10 pounds, bro. You lost what? 10 pounds. It's absurd. Christ. I I wasn't paying attention to my weight at the time, but I, I imagine so. I know it was miserable. I couldn't eat like, and my, my, my mom would, uh, 
I'd like wake up uh, a little later, you know, usually you spike a fever in the morning and in the afternoon, but like my, I would wake up and just be miserable. And my mom would give me like uh, Italian ice and I'd be like starving. And I'd be like, literally like crying because I can only eat Italian ice for every meal. And then maybe soup. Like, I don't think I slept. So much, Do you remember? If you no, slept? I, yo, my my throat was so inflamed that I had to keep like spitting and like swallowing spit. And then if it, like if my throat we got dehydrated, I I vaguely remember that if uh, my throat like if I drank enough water, then my throat felt better. It was hydrated. It was easier to swallow. But like when I woke up in the morning, it was so inflamed because it hadn't had water in about seven, six, eight hours. It was just like so. Oh man, I I, I my my parents felt so bad for me. They're like, like, can we do anything? And I was just like, I was like in tears, eating Italian ice on like a Tuesday morning. I was like, my life fucking sucks. Oh, I mean, yeah, I shit, man. I didn't make JV varsity because of my mono. I'm blaming it on that, bro. Bullshit. They should have given you a spot, bro. Right, right. Instead, I was stuck with Joe Collins as my captain. Fuck that guy. <laughs> no, yo, Joe is uh, Joe's the best, bro. I love that fucking yo. Those clips on PlayStation Four of you and Joe, like that's just classic banter. I you need more classic, just silly guys. I hate the fucking uh. I hate Hardos, bro. That's the one thing I can't stand. <laughs> I can't is these. <laughs> The the frat hardos, bro. Like we you just need more silly guys in your life, bro. People people take me more seriously than they should, I think. So are you my, serious? My, yeah, yeah, yeah. My my new roommate, who I love him to death. He's such a nice guy. He's like, hello. He's so <laughs> kind. He's such a kind guy, legitimately. Like he's he's such like a he's a very like innocent guy. He I think. We've lived together five days now. I think he thinks I'm a douche. I think I think he thinks I talk like a douchebag. <laughs> like, dude. I mean, no, he thinks he's too nice. <clears throat> how how could anyone think you're a douchebag? Like, actually, how could anyone? I talk like a douchebag, Jack. You do? Come on. <laughs> how do you talk like a douchebag, bro? I don't know, but I get it told a lot, so I think so. <laughs> Dude, I completely dis. I talk like the biggest douchebag. I say like I'm like a I'm like Johnny Drama and Entourage. I can't stop Dude. saying bro after every sentence. Any try talk, which is just that right there, try. <laughs> like, dude, I saw is it. Loaf sent um, a meme the other day of a tweet of somebody talking. Somebody referred to Chipotle as Chipper. What the oh, fuck? That's a uh, that's okay. That kid that uh the the kid that retweeted that has this, this thing. It's called a uh, freezer tarps, and I know that sounds absurd. But just follow me. So in hot they're from minnesota and hockey slang a tarp is a shirt so their whole shtick is that you stick your shirt in the your tarp in the freezer so your freezer tarps and that's like when you get sweaty at like a party you have a shirt and you put it on it just cools down your cold you're like your your core temperature and it's 
like it works i've done it before it's like pretty silly it's pretty silly but i like i was at the mcgregor fight no way oh i'd do that yeah it's a freezer type and but they the way they talk is so fucking funny like they'll be like you know like chipper and they'll be like uh oh like they'll be like talking about zins and they'll say monica lazinski like oh those guys i go to school with the kid that like one of the kids that started at ut so that's Tampa. just uh, like canadians pretty much yeah they're from minnesota but they're hysterical like some of like you know after a while like it's just like mind-numbing to hear kids talk like so absurdly for a while but like while you're listening it's so fucking funny when they're talking about like zinny poochers and banana ice can i steve your banana ice puff bar or whatever just nonsense Uh, oh let's go bro special guest bro what's up how you doing brother so you're at school right now yeah i'm in college station holy shit I know. Yeah. Hold on. We'll take. Let's take. We'll take a little halftime. Do you want to? All right. We're back. Quick piss break. Diego, you had a fantastic question you were asking me. It wasn't that good. It was just how. I mean, how are you fucking? How are you making money as a college student? How can you? I mean, aside from working a little McDonald's job in a uniform and whatnot. Like some people, like sell drugs is a big income. Here's the thing, Berg. Selling drugs is a really sad thing to tell your kids at some point. Not like you're ever gonna, but man, Never. I, I had a brief stint where a guy was like, "Yo, take these carts off me." Like, I was like, "Dude, I was like 16." I was like, "I was like, yeah, sure, bro." And I tried. I sold the carts. I sold them like successfully. But it was like, it's kind of depressing, man. It's kind of depressing. low key, like if. Like, you have to, like, look at yourself in the mirror and, like, think about it. I wouldn't want to do that. I mean, that, I mean, that and porn, really, right? I mean, <laughs> Yo, but there are some chill-ass porn stars out there that just leave, lead, like, good-ass lives. I've been thinking about that. It's just, like, you gotta, I think it's rather easy, though, when you do need the money that, it's rather easy to shut off that voice in your head as, like, the judgy voice of, like, yo, am I really doing sex work for money? Mm. I think it's it's pretty easy to shut that voice off and just be like, yeah, porn, money. A lot of the, uh, like, big Twitter accounts and stuff like that, like, they, anybody that chirps, uh, like, you know, the OnlyFans girls, they'll all, they all gang up on the people that chirp the OnlyFans girls because they're like, she's just, she's doing what she wants to do. She's out here chasing a bag. Like, what the, you know, who are you to tell her not to? And, like, I, that's valid, I guess. I yeah, that's valid. Hmm. They're not bothering me. They're only bothering me because their prices are so damn high. Suck so much money out of my wallet for the fifteen dollar a month fee. That's problem, Berg. Your OnlyFans addiction is getting worse and worse. <laughs> bro, I know, bro. It started off with just like subreddits of feed picks, and now it's just escalated to I want the personalized messages. It's absurd. Like you a girl we went to uh middle school with is uh or high yeah, like I swear mommy? to God. 
all right, I gotta part that up. But yes, yes, she, yeah, and like some of the bull, like skim, yeah, I don't give a fuck anymore. Actually, fuck it. You know what? Free advertising. <laughs> Yo, like think about it. Like when you want more traffic to your OnlyFans, I, I'm just saying, like, and like someone. <laughs> oh god i just uh, shit i just shit on that man <laughs> I just... no i'm like i'm like you good good call us and drop in the name because like that's actually like she's like stoked to have it on this podcast really. i bet i bet no i mean i encourage it why not go support your local business exactly one i'm not gonna out him but one of the one of the boys bought it and was like not bad so like i'm sure she does great work <laughs> i'm sure she does she's chasing oh. a bag i think that's all that matters i get i mean dude i get that there was a awful awful a girl i i was like for, involved with for like a short amount of time like a couple of weeks one or two three four five it was at least a month i'll i'll, I'll come out there hands up it was i've done the same thing don't worry about it he's like she's like yo like how like she thought she thought we were like in this more relationshipy thing and i was like i, I wasn't but she that's where her head was at she was like how would you feel like if i like sold pictures of like myself to like these guys on snapchat i was like i mean i wasn't i wasn't in a relationship with her i wasn't dating her but i also i mean we were like we were, I mean, we were hanging out we were whatever i i was like that'd be really fucking weird if you sold your body for money but that's from a perspective of like possessiveness mm. When it comes down to it, like you said, that Twitter brigade that goes, yo, this is their decision. This is, I know, but like, let's respect that in a way. I, I, trust me, I'm a bag chaser at heart. Like, I respect chasing the bag more than anything. Like, uh, but like, at some point, as a guy in a relationship, that's, you got to stick up. Like, that's not, I don't think that's okay. It is, you know what? If you're okay with it and they're okay with it, by all means, you're not bothering me. So go ahead. But personally, like, I, I just feel like I wouldn't, I, it's just not something that my, my beliefs are in line with that. That's not what my beliefs are. And I'm sure you're the same way, but there are some actually good, like this one chick that was on entourage, Sasha gray, she started doing, she did porn and then she got into like actual acting because people thought she was a great actress. It's crazy really i dude swear to god and like she's in small movies she's in she was in i don't know six or seven episodes of entourage dating vincent chase like that's impressive for someone who starts doing like by doing porn like she started there and she ends up doing like actual stuff yeah i get i mean <laughs> it's too I, I mean, I don't know where I think I'm coming from a, from a position of judgment. I don't have any judgment to make on it. I, I can't, like, do, I, it's just not, fuck, man. I, I support, who are we? I, I who are we to, you know, who are we to say that, you know, they, they're not allowed, they're not entitled to chase the bag. The way, yeah, I mean, the way it ended with that girl was like, oh, I realized, holy shit, this girl would literally do porn. Oh, my God. This girl would do porn, maybe... I should reevaluate where I stand on this situation. But a mat, okay. Well, hypothetical. You're a stay-at-home dad, and you're living off the no. OnlyFans money. No. No? no. no, absolutely. What? No. 
<laughs> not worth it. I'm so, dude, I'd be so happy being a, like a trophy husband. What, dude, what? I get to stay oh, at home. Oh, so happy. I get to stay at home, take care of my kids, like raise them as I want to. And my wife gets to go and like make the money. I'd be happy. So happy. If it was her getting ran through by a bunch of guys, I'd be like, okay, well, how much does my relationship with you mean anything if you're letting guys in and out? Yeah, I'd be case. I'd be kind of sussed out. But what if it was just like you though? It wouldn't be just it wouldn't be like like oh, a lot just of making money off it. Yeah, and no, no, it's maybe her face. I don't know. Like that's a tough call. But if it was no faces and she was making a bag, like I honestly could not see the issue with that. But I swear you can't sell the uh, the OnlyFans without a face. I feel like there's awful that I know this. There's a girl that goes by no face on Instagram. And she does exactly. Come on, we all know no face. She did an interview with KFC Barstool. Like, it's just the no face thing. Uh, no, no, her face was not. <laughs> in it. We don't know no face, so she's doing her job amazingly. Yeah, she's doing a great job. She chases the bag. I'm sure. Imagine the guy that gets to be like, "Hey, like, I get to like have relations with this girl." That's like every guy's like jerking off to at home like that's like a huge brag but are you hold on as a guy are you like comfortable with that like are you like okay like but but you're the only one hitting it you're the only you're just on oh my god and i know i mean it really differs case to case but like dude hell like i think about it sometimes with like the uh i don't know tiktokers and whatever and all this shit these girls that post videos with their and their significant other or their and their boyfriend and then the next post is her in like a bikini on the beach and it's obviously provocative i don't care if a girl posts something provocative if it makes them feel better i don't give a shit right that's oh. awesome yeah from a relationship perspective i think you have to put it as like in your head like okay like this is what she does this is her account people follow her because she's a talented and pretty woman Hmm. I think you have to get over it. I think it's. I think it's just a big boy move to just over it. I don't think I'm. I don't think I'm a big boy in that case. In that sense. Well, I think that part of me, like high high key, is very like I'm. You know, like I tip my hat to some of these people. Like I'll, I'll name drop here, like Abella Danger. Like you know, like she does so much content. She does. She obviously she does, you know, porn for a living, but like when she goes on KFC, she, she's been huge. Her most viewed video on Pornhub, I think is her answering the internet's questions. Answer the it internet. Is, yeah, it is. Yeah. <laughs> it's like 2.6 mil. It's more like, and that's yeah, absurd. More than any of videos, yeah. Exactly. And the other videos her are actually her having sex which is an absurd thing to like keep in perspective. But the point being that like, she is like, so and I'm I, an interview just came out with her and Kevin Clancy. I haven't listened to it yet, but like, I can, you can just tell by that personality. Like that's, they're just so like all right with themselves that they don't need to worry about like, Oh, you know, this person's opinions of doing porn, or they're just cool with it. It's crazy to me that they can even like I have like so much anxiety about that bullshit that I I tip my hat to her. Really, I do. Big fan of her work too. I will say. I mean, yeah, I'll give it to I'll 
shit. I guess I respect. It's not like it's not. I guess I do respect. I respect it. I just I would mad respect two in life if it was presented to me. If somebody was like, "Yo, do you really? Do you want to? Do you want to have sex on camera for money?" I probably would be like, "I mean, how much money, right? Like, am I gonna really gonna make? Am I gonna? (laughs) Am I be able to pay off like a mortgage? Am I gonna be able to do this and that with it?" Think life is that a? This is an awful conversation. This is an awful. Wow. This I don't think it's awful. I, th- <laughs> I think I'm just sitting here losing my morals. I think. I think See, I would. All right, all right. So no, we're not doing morals. We're doing hypothetical, and also just like we're we're both people. We're human beings, and then all these other people doing this stuff are human beings. So it's like fascinating that like one human being's brain will be so anti this versus the other ones is like you know what i'm gonna do what i want but like i think there's a happy middle ground with everything and that comes to things like obviously like sex like you can't uh, like i think prostitution is the old there's prostitution in the bible like it's the oldest profession in history sex sells like why do you know why does corvette always have these hot ass girls like like in their advertisement right it's illustrated has bombs dimes and it's about sports yeah exact that's exactly right and (laughs) it's because sex sells and it's just a universal principle like the hottest girls maybe not the hottest but some of the best looking girls like and now I'm going to get sus, not kind of semi-sus, I'll say for a second. Like they're on TikTok, like they have a ton of followers because they're attractive. Like that's just the way the world has always spun. And like, but I just think it's so, <laughs> I'm not going to like defend my morals or defend anyone else's morals, but I just want to, uh, the point I think we're both making is that it's interesting that someone is so confident in themselves and is so right with themselves that they don't give a fuck regardless of the other outside influences. I don't disagree with that at all. I don't, I mean, I don't disagree with that at all. I think, I think I'm sitting here thinking about what somebody's success feels like compared to what my success might be, you know? Um, I think fucking shit, man. I, I want to get off the sex topic. I wanna no, we can get, no, dude, let's, let's get, let's get off it. What is success for you? Oh, oh, segue, Berg. Um, <laughs> what is success to me? That's a hell of a question. Uh, an established life, I guess. But sh- okay, I actually take that back because an established life, I don't think I'm ever going to think I'm living an established life. You know, I think I think a successful life is um, economically I'm in a good place. I'm in a good place. I think like, yeah, like financially I can afford the shit I want to afford. Yeah. I think, I think I'm a different person in the sense that I think success for me is 90% financial. A lot of people will say success in their life is, is having a beautiful wife and kids. Or I mean, well, okay. That's not me saying I don't want a beautiful wife and kids. I absolutely plan on it. And I would love that dream. That's not success to me. I could have, I could have a, a beautiful wife and and two kids and still be in a spot where I don't see myself as successful. I think. No, I get that. I mean, success, like it is financial. A lot of it is like, I, I'm the same way. I think a lot of it is just like 
making enough money to live comfortably is like a huge priority in my life and a lot of people's lives. And with that, yeah, like exactly. Like it's just crazy. Like the world feels like it's like burning right now. Nobody's working. Everybody's collecting unemployment. And so, you know, it's just a lot of crazy shit going on, but I think success success is what you make of it like i would love to be you know some if i can you know you convince yourself like oh if i marry some hot ass broad and we you know have some good looking kids like and then my kids are good at sports and i have a shit ton of money like yeah like that's that's the dream the caveat is the shit ton of money man it's not it's it's pathetic i think i think i'm just a very materialistic human being i think so i think i'm as far away from buddhism as possible but I think a person with a Buddhist ideal might say success is happiness. I think somebody with that, with that objective view of the world would say success is like really just being content with what you have that maybe at this point in life, if you were happy with what you have, you could say you're successful, but that's not me. That's, that's unfortunately not me. Mine's definitely monetary. Well, absolutely. I mean, as you know, as a guy, as a male, you're a provider. And that's just what guys do. You know, obviously, you know, girls, we're a pro girl podcast here. Like I, you know, chicks rule like girl power all for that, you know, but as a guy, a lot of, you know, (laughs) what was that? Sorry. We just talked about porn for like 25 minutes, (laughs) bro. But that's also an extension of girl power. Really? It's like, yeah girl power all right sorry continue i apologize it's fuck yeah it's girl power um (laughs) but like as a guy like you know the a lot of it's just you want to provide for and this is for girls too you want to provide for people that you care about and you know okay i will say a lot of it's more male just as as in general it's just become it's uh, a lot of it's the same now, like it's guy or girl providing like either or could be the breadwinner. It's just about how much money, but it's in reality, like not in, re- in reality, it's that, but also at the same time, like you as a family person, you want to just provide no matter your gender, you want to provide for the people that you care about. And that's like a completely, and how do you do that through money? So, you know, that doesn't, but success, like that's just success in one aspect of your life. Like you can be successful and like, you know, you can be not so successful there, but how successful are you in your you know, in your marriage or in your relations with your kids or in, you know, how, cause like, I know that I feel like my dad, like our relationship's pretty good. Like I, I like have no disparaging comments. So that there's success, success is such a broad word. I think, word, I think. I think we just got to see how life plays out on that one because goddamn, I don't think we're going to be focusing. What do we got to be focusing on? That's, that's my question. Cause I, I keep thinking it wouldn't be, it wouldn't be too hot or smart to be in a relationship at this point in our lives. <laughs> that's a fed. Yo, what, 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 what am I supposed to be looking at as a 19 year old? Is it just building my future? Cause it feels like there's one big objective. Hmm. 
it's crazy, bro. It really is crazy. Um, like think about my grandparents, right? Married at, I don't know, 25, 26. Like that's like five, six, seven years from now. Like that's crazy. I could not be married by then. Are you shitting me? Mother had my oldest daughter, my oldest, ooh, my oldest sister at 22. <laughs> my mom had, my mom had my sister at 22 years old. I'm 19, about to be 20. Wow. How in so in two years would you be ready to father a daughter? Oh, what? Hell no. And that's not even like that's not an admission of being an awful person. It's just like fuck no. No, it you're not an awful person. No shot. 22 years old and thinking you're responsible enough to accountable enough for another human life? Fuck no. And there, there my mom goes. There my mom. My mom's the fucking, she's a strong-ass woman. She's the strongest person I know, for sure. For real. She had me when she was 26. She had three kids at, by the time she was 26. No. That's <laughs> no. goddamn impressive. Amazing. Amazing woman. Absolutely amazing woman. I cannot do that. I cannot. We are not the generations before us. I can't do that. Well, I think I just read this book on uh, Iwo Jima and it was fascinating. And so they like that, the two generations ago, like our grandparents. So they like, it's so, they had such hard times, but that those hard times created such strong men. And we've had good times for so long that it's starting to trickle in. There's some weak men out there. You think now is the generation of that? I think. I don't. I think there's. It's trickling. What's happening in America, bro? Like, there's just some weak ass people in America. It sucks. Weakness and strength can be seen as relative. I don't think. Really. I think if you saw Bill Gates in college and even after, I don't think you would have seen that guy as a strong man. I think right, you know what that's a great ass point. I appreciate you that. You've never seen that guy as weak, and if you and if you saw how he talked, you'd think he was weak. And wow, I bet I can tell you right now that that man isn't weak. I I think he's a different type of strong mm. from the past that we've seen. I think he's a different he's a different like cut from a different cloth than the men of the past. Um, if strong is a man that would go off to war, then then sure, Bill Gates isn't strong. If strong is a man that is in charge control dominant then i think you can say bill gates is a strong man is power strength to you though that's the real divider right is power strength i think so i think so power is everything really i think power is strength because i mean maybe from the past generation strength was big people and Mm. people that really spearheaded fucking industry like tom ford or his name his name tom i couldn't tell you uh henry ford i believe (laughs) i should know that henry ford um i think maybe we don't go i will agree there's a population that finds themselves self-righteous in a in a on a platform I don't see it as strong and weak. I think I see fucking, I think we got the strong, I think we got the, 
I think we got the strongest generation we've seen in a while in terms. We of- do. We really. I think you're absolutely right. We this our age. You know, born right before, right after nine eleven. Like it's so fascinating. But I I want to I want to backtrack a little bit. I don't think I worded that correctly. What I think what I was trying to say is that it's not about strength, but it's just like I don't think I think a lot of people are forgetting like what made us so successful you know not as as not even as like a country just as people and and that's like family values right i think values are the core what you learn growing up values are the core of everything you do the rest of your life that's an interesting take that one i'll values are the core like family your family values I don't think I was taught that many values, bro. Come on. I don't think I was I don't think I was taught that. You don't many. think you were taught values growing up? Yeah, I mean obviously, but like I think I just see things as a very objective thing. I think I look at things as if they're right or wrong and then decide well, ex- my- that's those are values. Thinking things are right or wrong. Where does that moral compass come from? Those are your values. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, you're right. For sure. I'm definitely just like, I don't know what makes me think like that. I'm not, I feel like a lot of what I see of the world is more external of my family than internal. Well, it's, it's your, you know, that's, that's the whole point, right? Is that you're, family you know when you're very young they're prep you with these values they're prepping you to see the world as this like see the world with those values like you know when you we grow up you know by the age of two or three years old we learn right from wrong and that's essentially the beginning of what our values are and what we're going to do you think values have changed in the last 30 years well, I just think we've strayed away from family values. Like, I think church is a great example. I'm not, I don't go to church and I should really, but like, I think, and I'm not, you know, some like big God guy or whatever, but I do think that, <laughs> I do think that, um, like, I feel like when I, the times that I've been, you know, praying and I've been way happier than the times I've not been, that's fine. But I think that spiritual world is definitely a key to happiness. And maybe that's a completely different topic, but that's what I'm trying to get at is that these, you know, we need to, we need to just get back to where we can all feel good about ourselves again. I like that. I don't, I don't dislike that. I don't disagree with that at all. And it goes, it goes all the way back to the start of it, of the sex work and all that. If you're happy with it, you're happy with it. Dude, if you're happy with it, you're happy with it. Because there are some old ass heads that like talk about like, oh, it's like a depreciation of society. And like, you know what? It might be, but it's not bothering me. I don't care. Like they're free to do. And if there are people going to buy it, then fine. You know, like let them chase the bag or whatever. Like they're doing whatever they're doing. I completely agree. I completely agree. It's just like, whoa. Just... Fuck. Okay. Now we got. I know. 
We got existential. <laughs> we did get very existential. All right, I'll tell you what, Diego. I'm gonna finish. I'm gonna finish this brew, and I think that's about a six pack for both of us, right? I think so. Um, this is fourth. I know. So what you three, four. Uh, this is my fifth brew right now. It's pretty full. Yeah. Nine pack. I'm down with what I really am. I know you're chilling. That's great. That's a nine pack with Jack. So they, I, I dude can't even express how thankful I am that you were willing to come on and do this. It's been great. I mean, we could have done this without the mic and the recording. I know, dude. It's great, isn't it? Oh, makes me happy, bro. You're living large in Texas, and it makes me so happy to see it. And I'm, you know, wishing the best for you. I'm stoked, and it's just awesome all around. I'm, man, I. I feel awful that I don't communicate enough with uh, with past places. I really do. It's a weird thing to carry. It's a weird thing to carry. Don't carry it. Let it go. You know what? That's a chapter no, you, in your life. You can't. You can't. I mean, you're supposed to, for sure. It's healthy, too. I can't let go of the, like, all the past, man. Fuck no. Because it's like, I don't know. Man. It's parts you know of what? you. It's parts I'll tell of you me. what, it is parts of you. And I'll tell you what, Diego, you just, you look at it and you appreciate it. And you say, that was a great point in my life. It really was. And it helped me grow up a lot. But then, you know, now I'm on this point in my life. I'm just going to go one step, one day at a time, one brew at a time. That's an exclamation point. <laughs> All right. I think that is the perfect place to wrap it up. Thank you so much for joining me. I'm serious. This has been fantastic, and I'd love to have you back on. Greg, I appreciate it. And I, I mean, I, I feel if we didn't talk about anything interesting enough, I'll come back and talk about some deep shit. All right. Let's yeah, talk about like uh, conspiracy theories and bullshit. Bush did it. Mm. He did it. Mm. For he sure. Did he did that. Besides for sure. Time. All right. Thank you for having right. me, Greg deuces i'll see you later all right love you buddy take care bye-bye all right that has been i'd say kind of the first we had a few record that just ended up in drunk nonsense and maybe this ended up in drunk nonsense but it's been really one of the first official episodes of six pack with jack thank you all so much for listening and peace out